fun-filled episode and this time we're doing story time because canada can't have nice things <laughs> i am your ambassador to the northwest united states jared boots and with me as always is my co-host of the great way north of canada miss melissa nicholson melissa how you doing i'm doing pretty well um i'm sad that i can't have nice things but that's just another day in the office so <laughs> but i'm super oh. excited to uh have story time today. Well, you're in luck because we're going to bring the nice things to you because I have not one but two guests joining us tonight to help bring you the nice things that you can have. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> All right. So for the first, our first ever guest is back finally after what, almost a year and a half. Mr. Jason Whitmarsh. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me having me back, man. It's, I'm glad to be back on the show, man. Stoked. It's been long overdue, my man. You're the one that kicked off this whole uh, guest appearance thing. That that was a good interview, man. I I, I that was a good time, and uh, stoked that you came on and were like, "Hey, let's talk about Midwest Monster Fest," man. I'm like, "Yeah, let's." Oh yeah, we can't talk about Midwest Monster Fest without the the main man behind the whole operation for the first time ever on this show. Please welcome Jeff O'Neill. Jeff, welcome to our show. Hey, yeah, buddy. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Happy it. To have you here. So, uh, why don't you guys, uh, introduce yourselves. If we might have some new listeners who haven't heard you guys on here before, uh, Jeff, we'll start with you since you're new. Uh, Jeff O'Neill just, Started Midwest Monster Fest with my son, Riker O'Neill, back in, well, beginning of 2019. And, uh, of course, you know, 20, 2019 turned out to be a good year, of course. And then uh, 2020, kind of, we all know what happened there. And then uh, <laughs> this year turned out really well as, as, as well. But, uh, you know, it's it was kind of nice to get back into the swing of things. But, yeah, it's. I don't know. I didn't explain it myself. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'd say before Monster, you, you guys were awesome collectibles. So yeah, I no, I, I mean that's pretty much what funded Midwest Monster Fest in the beginning. It was me and my son selling toys through through Midwest collectible, uh, Midwest awesome collectibles. Boy, I just threw that just right, mix them up because that's what it turned yeah, into. Yeah, no, and it's you know with me and him going out to many different like pop culture events and things like that, selling toys and. That's what solely pretty much funded that thing. I know. I know that's where you and I kind of like uh, found each other out outside of being dads and our kids growing up together. It was like we were both vending, right. doing a bunch of vending. And 
Um, yeah. So Jay Whitmarsh, um, Dr. Death, 365 horror films. Um, Jeff's, Jeff's whatever you need guy for Midwest Monster Fest. You guys know me. Hopefully you've uh, listened to the episode I was on before. Um, yeah, just doing my thing. You guys, uh, happy to talk to Melissa again. And Mr. Boots, you know I love you, brother. You know I love you. I know I love, so we I get, love you, too. And Dead Stitch Custom my, Clothing is the unofficial official sponsor of uh, the Nerd Nation Nations podcast. That shit, Melissa keeps me in business as far as over the border. I'm just saying, like, she's my, my whole international department as far as sales schedule and whatnot. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, girl, it makes me really happy seeing you uh, put one on your mom and then like stitch some of your own. You're like our uh, international satellite death stitch company, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, I'll definitely. I'm still gonna be keeping you in business because I absolutely love your flannels. It's awesome, and I think it's a really great idea. You know, take an old T-shirt that, you know, you might not be able to wear anymore or something or, you know, and slap it on the back of a flannel. Like, that's just awesome to give it new life. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually a – Jason's stitch is actually a perfect segue to start, like, story time. So, I think, uh, Jason, why don't you tell the first story? Who shopped at your, uh, your booth the first day of Midwest Monster Fest? So I, I this, this was on my list of stories I wanted to tell. Man, thank you, Jeff, for always taking me along for the ride and being like, you know, I got a job for you. And well, of course, you got to sell your stuff, right? And of course, I'm going to sell my stuff. Um, so Friday night, we were all set up and ready to rock, doing our thing. The booth was open. And uh, there were still a few guests missing from the roster. and And that is my... As long as it's a Midwest Monster Fest, you know, my main job is working for Jeff. Like, I have my death stitch crew. We can handle the booth. Um, so I had to run to the airport. And luckily, Maxwell, uh, curbside gremlin, was in the booth complimenting some random lady about her shoes, not realizing what she was doing at all. And uh, I had to, like, look at my mom and say, hey, mom, keep an eye on the booth. I got to go to the airport. That money right there, it's no good. Because Linnea Quigley was all up in the booth just shopping, looking around. Oh, man, that was it, – it, I was in a moment where I was like, there's a, a really hard choice to make here. Do I walk away from watching a scream queen of scream queens, like our hometown scream queen, shop in the booth, or do I uh, – just walk out of the building, go to the airport and pick up a couple more, you know, amazing stars. I think I was going for Tom. I think it was Tom Matthews and Mark Torvald. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah and that's when I had that other story. Yeah, <laughs> so we won't go into that just yet. Yeah, no, to have um, – and Jeff had done it for me as a vendor and being my vendor friend and – you know, prior to that, just at the first Midwest Monster, having, um, you know, Ed Neal go to the bathroom, walk right by our booth and look over and see my man, John Malner, working on the machine, sewing a flannel and be like, wow, they got quite a sweatshop set up in here. You know, like, 
it was pretty cool to then, you know, two years later, wait out that year that, you know, almost did us all in and to have that show happen again. And then first night, we ain't been open but a couple hours and Linnea Quigley's in the booth. Yes, she did go home with two flannel out of the booth. Um, much to my surprise, she picked a Cheech and Chong flannel. I only had one. There's only two in existence. Uh, I own one because the machine made it for me for Christmas. Uh, the one we had for sale that day, she took home. And I knew why as soon as my mom told me what which one she took when I got back from the airport. Um, she was in Nice Dreams. And then uh can't exact I think the other one was like an Italian horror film and she told me it was for somebody else. But I ended up making her a third one um of uh High on the Hog because she wanted one. So that was a pretty good story there. I'm just saying when you have star power, come to the booth and shop. That's very yes. cool. And then especially like take some stuff with them, like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and and I made I made sure it was very much a your money's no good here, you know. Like <laughs> she was very insistent. she was very insistent that like you know she did something for me, and I'm like you know I I love autographs and I love meeting you, and she's like I got you, you know. And that's, that's, that's that's why I do what I do for Jeff because he puts me in those spots, you know what I mean? <laughs> I loved your eyes like lit up when you told that story. It was so great. Uh, hey Jeff, do you have any stories you want to share with us? Uh, man, <laughs> that that whole week was madness. Just coming up to the event, you know, with with I don't know, with different cancellations and getting replacements and and having some vendors cancel and just all that stuff. To and then to finally see it all fall into place was just it was a nice feeling, but. Probably my, I don't know, probably my biggest moment was with Corey Glover. You know, that that, that was something for me because I, I saw them when I was 15 years old back in 91. And call man, Ballroom? Yep, Call Ballroom. Yeah, Love that right. band. I mean, ever since, you know, even hearing them back in, in high school and, and and seeing them live. And, she, I mean, I wasn't even old enough to drive at that point. And to actually be able to meet the guy and have conversation with the guy have lunch with the guy, take him to co-op records and, you know, just kind of hanging out and just having conversations. That to me was just, that was yeah, an everlasting memory for sure. Just cause, you know, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, I'm the one that brought him there, but I mean, just being able to have that opportunity to, to talk to them and have conversations like that is just I don't know, irreplaceable. Kind of cool, especially doing it with my son there. You know, that's you know, it's kind of a neat thing. You know, that's that's the biggest part is doing the whole thing together with my kid, seeing him actually vend it at it, you know, making some money, but also he did a lot of work to help make it happen. You sure did. I was with you there on that uh Tuesday helping you set up and I said your oh, yeah. your brain was going about a thousand miles an hour on tuesday it does too you know because i don't know i'm an overthinker to an extent anyways but i try i i guess i dissect 
anything and everything and try to figure out the best way to do it and try to try to remember everything. I'm not perfect at it. Not anybody is, but I try my damnedest to try to remember everything I possibly can. And sometimes I can, sometimes I, I can be my, my worst enemy because coming into that week of the event, Monday night, I, I ended up with food poisoning. I was just down and out sick for like two days, just, not really two days, but pretty much a day throwing up and just not feeling good at all. And then just the anxiety of everything, you know, I, I would go home just physically exhausted, you know, from the week of going and, you know, having to move things and get things set up at the event center and over at, at the uh, Rust Belt. And I would get home and think, okay, I could sleep. My body. Skateboard. No Next way. year, I'm going to buy you a skateboard. Ah, I'll, I'll end up Save them Riker. steps, man. Save them steps. Oh, man. <laughs> Give me a seg- <laughs> Segway like freaking mall cop. <laughs> there you <It> go. Was- <laughs> I know. I, I made it a point. As soon as as soon as I walked into that, that venue and there was just like no people and shitloads of tables and lots of open space, I was like, next trip home, I'm getting my skateboard. Right for yeah, no, me and him were. Pull- what was, bro? Did he ever tell you what we were pulling Friday night before there was anybody in the building? He might have, but so I... the queue lines, all the queue lines had those ropes. Yeah. So that star row, all of the ropes, like what did you have? 14, 15 guests worth of star ropes. Yeah. We decided if you started right in front of about the dust ditch booth and you got enough speed, you could squat down on your board and and go underneath all of those cue line ropes i I almost took a few ropes out on my first attempt but did pull it off in my second attempt of course (laughs) first attempt but (laughs) so how many how many tries you did the first attempt and then how many after that (laughs) second attempt i nabbed it I, oh. I, I listening to Jeff talk about Corey Glover, like, uh, I got to tell you guys, like, I've seen Jeff in a bunch of different spots as far as, like, meet and greets and star moments. Dude was geeking once Corey Glover was around, man. Like, that was that, that was pretty cool, bro. For real, that was pretty cool. Bringing Corey Glover. And on that, I'd like to ask, I'm a really big fan of, like, um, Mixing it up, we all know that horror and even just just pop culture goes hand in hand with good choice music. Like you do, do you plan to return to like having more music guests? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in the works with one right now, just trying to check on their availability. Isn't that always the story, brother? Isn't that always the story? No, there's there's I, I. my plan was is to be away from it for like a month. Stop it. After the event. And I, I, I was set in my head, especially after that busy freaking couple of weeks to that event. I was like, I'm going to take some time off. You don't. Hell no. Right. You don't I take was time. like, <laughs> I wish you would. Day, I wish you, I know. I, right I wish you would. I wish this guy would take time off. Okay. Like his brain never stops and it actually works really well with mine that my brain never stops. Um, cause I, he'll call me up and, I, and I'll be like, bro, I was kind of already thinking about it. So, uh, me and Jeff both took a turn. Um, 
and I know I've I've got at least another turn. I'm sure Jeff does. Uh, Jared, uh, you were quite the player and uh, quite an intricate moving part in the puzzle. How about you give us a story from Midwest Monster? Maybe you saw something we didn't see. Hmm. Mm. What? Uh. <laughs> well, I think I told Melissa a bulk of my stories, but cause a lot, I told her a lot about Hannah because I got to be the handler for Hannah Fearman. Uh, for those who don't know, she was uh, Lily in VHS and in Siren, the spinoff film. I actually knew her from uh, the Creepshow miniseries, actually, beforehand. I ended up watching uh, Siren Friday night after I dropped her off at the hotel. <laughs> but um, I think the bulk of my weekend was just spent with her, and I should have probably asked her ahead of time to clear some stories with her. But just uh, I decided to loop them all into one of like just so much fun walking around with her to the different booths, watching people geek out over her when they walk up to her. Or uh, just walk into the coffee shop with her, having random bullshit talks with her, and uh, having so much fun that little block with Cheney Morrow and his wife, and then Rob Mello on the other side. It's such like a fun block to be set in. And not knowing who this woman was, um, having her introduce me to every person that walked up to the table, that blew my mind. And it made me realize that she's like one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Super cool. And Jeff, I can't thank you enough for that opportunity. And Jason for meeting Jeff through your uh, horror nights at uh, Roz Talk. So thank you both for that opportunity. The Yeah, the bulk of my, I thought I'll, I'll throw that, the story out first is just all the fun times I had with Hannah that whole weekend. Um, whether it was joking with people telling her, okay, I'm the celebrity. She's my bodyguard or, uh, telling her that she'll we wrote on her price sign that she would hit me for free when people walked up to the table or no way stop she yeah. wrote on that card on the she will hit you for free yeah we wrote uh i wrote <laughs> on her sign i wrote on, i wrote on her sign hannah hits jared zero dollars because she would jokingly do that like jokingly hit me I, we would joke with people saying hey if you don't buy an autograph she'll hit me she'll just start she would start like making eye contact with the person just start smacking me in the arm while we were while she was talking to the person dude i love it i love it see and that's why i was like you need to tell your story because i bet there's a part i missed yeah yeah i'll keep going bro <laughs> yeah, just 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 a fun filled weekend with hannah the whole time like took her back to the hotel on sunday and the weird look we got from a couple in the elevator, like, "Hey, you guys look at Europe and just in trouble this weekend." I don't know. Just at a convention, and old man getting yelled at by his wife in the elevator was pretty damn funny. But uh, it's just all the shenanigans I got into with uh, Hannah that whole weekend, uh, walking to the coffee shop and uh, talking. Oh, probably one of the best things though is when I watched Siren Friday night. I picked her up Saturday morning from the hotel and i told her i finally watched it or at least i watched siren we had such a in-length discussion about the villain in that film not so much her character but just talk about the villain of that film and how much fun it was how good of a film it was so the fact we could talk about something like that and still have something in common like that like oh man that that guy played the villain so great oh yeah he was he was so charismatic he's like a charismatic judge doom I'm hoping to run into her this next weekend. Thanks to the yeah, boss. 
Oh, she's gonna be at a dead con if I'm not mistaken, right? Damn right. Yep, yep. Eric, Eric, Eric Werner show, man. Yeah. Well, tell yep. my girl I said hello. I, I will do my best, man. It's it's a big show, and a, you know, uh, I'm just just trying to show up and show out, represent the Midwest Monster, and sling some flannel. But hell yeah, Hannah Fearman, man, that was pretty cool. I got I got to gloat to you a little bit though because I know you're riding the Hannah Fearman's bodyguard wave. Listen, <laughs> I'm the guy that said it to her first, Sharon. She didn't. She got in the car. I looked her. At, I looked at her and I said, "Before we go anywhere, I gotta say something to you." And then I said it. And you know what I said? And she looked at me and said, "I knew that was what you were gonna say." <laughs> I knew that was what you were say, Melissa. Are you listening, Melissa? I am. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and she's still that character, bro, is she not? Oh, she is. Um, I, I told her on Saturday, I said, I like you. And I, I said, like, just genuinely, like, you're cool as hell. I like you. And I'm like, I'm trying, trying, not trying to quote the film, not trying to quote the film. I had, like, reassure because she heard it all day, all weekend. But uh, I did the don't go to her while we're at the coffee shop. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> So I myself, I would definitely because getting me and Jeff um, together in the same room uh, is like catching lightning in a bottle. Like me and it, dude, I got the I have the Oz behind the curtain in my basement for this interview here, and like uh, we mostly do all of our communication through like lunch break phone calls and lots of texts because we're both quite moving pieces um i personally would like to hear what jeff would have to say just on clint fucking howard like bro you brought clint fucking howard to the rust belt like that used to be a car factory i watched him check out the car and like Clint fucking Howard. I mean, I know Clint Howard freaked me the fuck out at the airport. I didn't expect him there. He creeped <laughs> real fast out of nowhere. That wasn't my job. But how did you feel about Clint Howard? Because I know I saw a lot of awesome pictures that I wasn't there for. Like, I just, because I was back doing my thing. But after the week one was over, I saw all these pictures of, like, Jeff and Riker and Clint just hanging out. And what I thought it was really cool that the venue had all those TVs. It's like I was able to watch the show from the booth. But like, bro, seeing you just hanging out with Clint Howard, I was just like, fuck yeah. My wizard with a wizard. You know what I mean? Like When, when he first got there Saturday, because he was running a little behind yet. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> we probably shouldn't have that story take time. Care. No, he had to take care of something. <laughs> But when I got that phone call, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you and hung up, but move on. <laughs> he he walks in and I'm like, I'm go introduce myself. I introduced myself to him. First thing out of his mouth is, oh, so this is your show, huh? And I'm like, hey, he's like, man, you got a pair of balls putting on a show right now during a pandemic. And I'm thinking, man, you're really making me more even nervous. I'm thinking, Jesus. <laughs> but just he's. Well, he's just a riot. I mean, the guy is 100% a blast to be around. I, I didn't know what to expect, especially, you know, 
knowing that, which was kind of cool. I mean, he, he, he didn't have, he didn't come on Friday because he was in the process of filming the movie. So then he comes Saturday, he got there Friday night. And then Saturday, he doesn't get to the show till like one. So, I mean, I was getting hit up by everybody in the place saying, when's Clint here? Is he even coming? Is he even in town? And I'm like, yes, he's in town. So he just had to take care of something. He's with his family. They had to go take care of something. So when he finally showed Sorry, up. that's my children. Wow, I'll take care of that. Finally, when he showed up, it was like, it was just, that line for his autographs was under. But just the. The fun conversations with him, just talking about just all the different films he's been in, and just outside of, of his person, you know, in his personal life of him making snow globes and and snow globes. And then then he, you know, with the costume contest come come around, and he looked over at me and he goes, "Hey, can I can I help host it?" And I'm like, "You damn right you can." I'm like, so him and Justin Beam just went up there and they had a blast of a time hosting the, the costume contest and it i don't know Clint was just a lot of fun i, I mean i didn't honestly know what to expect because i mean that guy's just got a hell of a resume and how so, do you know what to expect from a Howard? like i didn't know but he's bro. i would bring that man back in an instant if you know i i mean in a couple of years i'm not saying i don't like bringing people the same guests year by year after year but I would, yeah, I would really love to bring him back. And I'll tell you, getting there at the, pick him up from the hotel at 4.30 in the morning on, on Monday. That was interesting, because I didn't know what to expect. That man is the I same at 4.30 in the morning as he is at 5 in the afternoon. How'd you I'm, like that luggage? That shit was shit heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here's another funny story for you. When I got up Monday morning, I just grabbed a random shirt through this shirt. Yeah, I was hoping we were, I was going to get there if you did. So, you know, I go and pick up Clint. I pick him and his family, family at the airport. I come back because the next round was with C.J. Graham, Chris Majors, which is a, an agent, and Darcy DeMoss. So I wanted to make sure that Chris good dude, man. Yep. So I get there, CJ, he instantly looks at my shirt that I'm wearing and just starts busting my balls. Well, I look down. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you don't get dressed. It was dark. a Halloween shirt, you know. So it, <laughs> it didn't have my on, but it has Halloween. And man, he instantly started busting my balls about it. I mean, I'm just looking. I didn't know what else to really say. I was just like, oh man. He's like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, it's a mask, you know, but yeah, it still would work. But, uh, and see, I was prepared for that because uh, being being like, I, I think I've been, been now dubbed, I feel like we can make it official right here, like head of transportation for Midwest Monster Fest, like um, right after he did that photo lot in, in full costume and was like just, as Jason shoving people, security that he knew, like, get out of my way, I'll kill you. Um, he, he got out of it and was done and was like, I, I need to go back to the hotel. Jeff knew what to do, hollered at me. I'm like, let's go to the car. As we were getting in, in my car, I had a um, uh, a window cling, a, um, um, what's the, the, uh, the little machine that everybody, cricket. I had a cricket sticker. That my man John Mahler had made for me a Jason mask. 
and literally he, this guy has a swelled face. He's a little, his, his eyes are allergic, you know, irritated. And he wants to just get back to the hotel. He's been as he's been Jason for a couple of hours, you know? And, uh, he's like, I don't know if I should let this guy drive me and puts his hand over the, the window of my car. That's a Jason. Uh, that's a, it was a, it, I'm sorry. It was a Michael Myers face and he puts his hand over it. So I told John that, my man, John Malner, that, that night at Reb at the after party, hanging out with John Dugan. And I'm like, we got to fix this because who knows? He may be in my car again. John, on Sunday, made a Jason mask. I was out there on Saturday night, late hours, with a razor blade, taking the fucking Michael Myers sticker off the side window of my car and put the Jason mask back on. So after, literally, we're in the lobby at 5.30 in the morning. I'm watching Jeff just shake like shake like god damn it looking down at his shirt seeing halloween shirt and i'm like wait till go outside and he gets in my car with chris majors because i'm gonna be like i did my job that's a jason that michael myers sticker used to be and he's like see this is why you put this guy i mean this is the kind of guy you keep come on jeff come on <laughs> even at 5 30 in the morning i got the red sticker on yeah. my yeah, so that alarm went off at four o'clock. I just grabbed a shirt and <laughs> I was only half out of it. I just did you know, didn't even think of it. You know, I was just like put the damn thing. You know. Yeah. 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 Man, you literally oh. that ball. Jeff had me giving him shit Monday morning too, because I gave uh Hannah and Cheney a ride to the airport at the same time. So I talked to Clint Howard and his family while they while he was uh while Hannah was getting her bag checked and everything. And I go, I was giving, I texted Jeff to give him shit because he didn't even walk Clinton into the airport. I'm like, hell, I walked Hannah all the way to TSA. You didn't even walk Clinton into the airport. No, he's like, he told me, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I got it. He's like, that's exactly what he's like. I'm like, I went to grab his, his luggage and it was going to start carrying it. He's like, nope, I got it. He's like, you just you just hang out here. He's like, you had a long weekend. I was gonna say, I and feel I'm like, like that dude had I'm a like, really good right. time. Oh, like, he had a blast. And his daughter, you know, she you know helped out with you know she was actually in the costume contest, and then she was also um, helped out with the judging for the for the uh, FX challenge. And I mean, they just all had a blast, you know. And and talked to actually talked to him and his wife about something that he would love to come back and do in the near future could be a couple years but it's uh you know i won't let the cat out of the bag or anything because it's not 100 percent. so but it'd be be kind of cool if it did happen but speaking of that what kind of like because i had my people that come up to party with us last weekend in a tomway halloween at palooza like i literally said to them hey Jeff said he was going to drop some hints this week. What was the hint this weekend at Halloween? Well, Christmas, I mean, I just, past weekend? Well, I just threw one that, you know, this guest will terrify you. You know, it's... Oh, so, I mean, it's that, ter- that just, is a terrifying hint, sir. It's yeah, a terrifying so just, hint. 2022 hint there. 20, yeah, I don't was, know. It's terrifying. Uh, yeah, man. I, I definitely have to say there was a story I wanted to throw in. I don't even know if Jeff's heard this one. Um Jeff knows I'm the kind of dude, like, I kind of take driving very seriously. I have moved my family of four children and grandchildren all over this great 
country um, of the United States. Many epic trips. I drive mom to Florida here. She's a snowbird. Like I jokingly, I'm always that. I'll drive home late hours at night from a concert. Like I've always jokingly said I was a professional driver, and like Jeff, Jeff had probably heard that joke and took it like a next step farther and like found me like something I'm good at, you know, like getting people places, uh, being cordial, just, uh, trying to be a common man, even though I'm so weird and out of place, but like found for years has spotted me as the person I am very applicable, even though I'm very odd. And, uh, so did a lot of driving for Midwest monster fest. Feel like we've already kind of covered that. Um, Saturday morning, we're getting everybody to the roster and I just, and this is shit I always do. This is how I would want to be treated. Keep a couple bananas in your car. You know what I mean? It's handy. A couple bottles of water, who knows, you know? And I do that for myself. Like there's always a couple of bananas in my car. So, um, we're all kind of waiting. We had a great team. Alan's out there. Shulton can't get around without that dude. Um, uh, had Brett out there ready to drive people, had Jared on standby if we needed to come get him, get anybody, you know. And uh, Tom Fridley comes down. Now, for those of you who aren't real big on the names and whatnot, Tom Fridley is the guy that, in, you know, Friday the 13th, 6th, decides he's going to drive that RV and just really get out there and drive it, man. Like, you know, get behind the wheel and just, uh, man, this thing really gets up and come. So I'm like, you ready to go, Mr. Fridley? You know, and he, he literally jumps in my car in the passenger seat like the guy driving that RV was getting killed in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> he jumps in and immediately, like, slouches down in the seat and is, like, adjusting his hat, moving and just chilled out. He's got the pants on that look just like he's in the movie at the time. And he's like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, like a banana? He's like, oh, right it on, far out. Grabs a banana off the dashboard. That's my kind of guy has a banana around. And I'm just like, I, I didn't say it because I didn't want a nerd boy that hard, but in the voice in my head said, you should just let him drive. Just let him drive. Be like, sir, do you want to drive? Because I've seen how you drive. Like, I'm ready to be in that scene of a horror movie. Wow. Wow. That was fun. Tom Fridley. It's good dude. That was exciting. I'd have to say. He was, yeah. he was so nice. <laughs> he was he was so nice the whole time, the whole weekend. He like, seemed so happy to be there. And it, it was crazy how, like, him and Darcy and, and Ken Sagoas and Hannah, another one. And, and Ken don't like to be driven. Ken? No. <laughs> Ken likes to get his steps, man. Yeah. He has to get his no, steps. No, he is. He's, he's <laughs> good. He, <laughs> he's but, stressed. With those five dude, that I just. He stressed me out. <laughs> Ken, thank you for being cool. Signing an autograph for my wife after, you know, going and getting the laminating sheets that you needed and whatnot. But, like, sir, you stressed me out. Like, my job is to drive people from A to B and make sure they're happy as can be and have what they need and be cordial. And you wouldn't get in the car, sir. I just wanted to drive you there. That's all I wanted to do. 
you'd let me take your luggage. And I was really worried of where you were going. And then I found him. Guy likes to get his exercise. Oh, yeah. He just nope. wants to get his steps. It's my job to make sure, bro. You're freaking me out. He came strolling in all sweating and shit. And I'm like, man, you all right, dude? He's not supposed to be sweaty, bro. It's my job for him. To not, right. I know. Right. It's freaking me out, too. <laughs> <laughs> so now I feel like we've worked up the line. So um, I'm I'm literally in my head looking at Star Row, bros. I feel like we have to talk about Nathan Basil. Holy shit, bro! The guy is fantastic, bro. I've talked to him so much throughout the past, you know, <laughs> almost two years because he was actually the first guest that I signed end of 2019 after the 2019 event. When I finalized him, I was going to see Three from Hell at the theater. Right. So. That was a while. I remember that. Yeah. I, I went the next night. I went. I went. That's when I finalized right all that shit. Yep. I finalized. That was like our, our treat to us was go see Three from Hell. Yep. It took Riker. Me and him went. And man, I that guy, he's, he's a good person. I mean, there's a lot of people that were just really, really great people there. But, yeah, he's a good person. I kind of personally got to know him, just, just BSing with him randomly here and there. But, yeah. I would say, there. Nathan Basil, I, sir, I have met, you name it, there's not too many that are still on my list. And, I mean, I've played golf 19 holes with Bill Murray. And I can say that with lightning in a bottle in the same room. So has Jeff. I didn't, well, we didn't play, but we might as well have. Um, met a lot of fucking people. Not too many people, like, get in, inside my head. Like, Nathan Basil is Leslie Vernon. Like, that shit freaked. I mean, I can still hear him in my head. Like, this guy spotted me for what I was, like a psycho killer stalking people at the airport. Stood by my car weird while I couldn't find Linnea, okay? And then, like, said shit to me, like, late Friday night as we're shutting down. Walks up, puts his hand on my shoulder and says, get some rest. You're going to need it. <laughs> what the he, he walked in from He from was a walker, hotel. too. But I he, knew not to question his walking. If he told me he doesn't need a ride, he doesn't fucking need a ride. Well, I went to try to get a You're lucky he didn't kill you. I'm no, just saying. He walking he, with a six back uh, here. And he, uh, uh, that dude got my head, man. He got my head like no other. I, 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 Like I said, I met a shitload of people. And about, about 10 years I've gone to horror cons. Um, and that dude just really knows how to um, be the character when people want him to be the character and he smelled it on me like oh <laughs> he did he did he smelled my goddamn fear <laughs> so he's amazing he was pretty good i remember i was i think i was standing outside the hotel on sunday morning with you waiting to help shuttle people back and he walked out with his uh bag of stuff and i quoted leslie vernon to him i go did you get your cardio in so it looks like you're walking right behind people when they're running away he did i can't remember what he said something about 
said something about I don't want to get my cardio in today. I got, but I got beer up in my hotel room. I need to finish. Yeah, I know the VIP party Saturday night. They're all just yeah. standing there randomly, and all of a sudden he just comes walking in, like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" You know what? I'm really glad that you just said that when you did. Um, I know shit, and I, I, I will quickly say the shit I've done, but I don't try to be a horn, to- uh, a, a horn tutor and whatnot. But like, I have been to. 10 years worth of um, VIP parties, horror cons, um, meet and greets, tours, hunts. I mean, I, I mean, it, the, the laundry list is pretty fucking long. When I, I went to a little bit of the VIP party just to make sure that the shit was okay so that Jeff didn't need me. But I was at that point in the weekend as a is just real raw, be, even between you and I, like I didn't have giving you my commitment for the VIP party. Like as soon as I saw that, like Ben Wolf was on his shit and that's a solid dude that everybody should know about. But Ben Wolf, the author, solid dude. Um, but then I saw that, like everybody was eating. And like Matt Nicky was on stage doing his thing and like showing people a seriously good sideshow. I was like, me and my crew, we got to get out of here. We're locals. We got to get to our home venues. And so we were like, look, you know, we're going to head to Radical, which was on Saturday night, the, the non VIP after party. Yeah, that right? was, yeah, that was just the official after party because you had the VIP party and then the official after party. And you had the two, radical. which is really awesome. And I, 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 I don't think there's any doubt that that relationship will continue. Fucking radical, um, is a great fucking brewery. Um, and, and Wake, both sponsors. Radical Effects Breweries. Got both are great breweries locally. We had Wake as the official after party Friday night and Radical Saturday yeah. night. So I was just like, we got to do our thing to go there and then and just relax, and do our thing, and hang out and try to decompress and see the wave of people that came there afterward after the vip party ended and see how happy they were i was just like fucking jeff is on to something and then to find out the next morning that like i like i say a lot of shows a lot of vip parties get the the guests you book for these cons they don't have to come to those parties that shit's not in their contract like you you got nathan basil walking in and just Fucking hanging out. That's yeah, fucking solid. And Rob Mello as well. And, exactly. And, and then, then you got Rob showing up to the other one. And all our our fucking our our best friend of I feel I know mine in our little world that we get to exist in. Like John Dugan, man, just a good dude. Came back again this year. He was he was ready to hang. He was hanging out at Reb when the app when the VIP party showed up there. You know, like that's pretty. That's pretty cool. You're on to something, brother. You're right. really, I mean, for real, you are on to something. Like, I'll keep following you. You tell me when to march, I'll march. Like, no, it's just this area is needed. 
something like this for, for long too time. long. Too long. So Melissa and I need to get off your butt and start something up in Canada like this. Jeff can give you all the pointers you want. <laughs> yeah, really. I, I came in. I came into it really just blind to it all. I I was always that that guy outside looking in, you know. So, but I'm very observative, so I kind of picked pieces apart, you know, dissected it, just kind of just put it in my head and. You know, it's still a hell of a learning process because, you know, you learn something every day with it, you know, or, you know, every event, you know, after, you know, just after this year, you know, I learned some, some do's and some don'ts, you know, and just kind of move forward. And yeah, it's, it, all I is anybody who wants to, to do this, be prepared to put a lot of time in law, you know. There's a lot. There's a lot of little things that you know you have to remember and try to put together. And to have the to have, have the, the right people, you got to have the right people. Have that there. Linnea Quigley on the passes. That <laughs> right. really unique fucking one-off fucking art drawing of Linnea. On right. It, <laughs> Jeff brought the Quad Cities screen queen, our screen queen who went to high school here in the Quad Cities, back to town for the first time in 20 years. Because no shit, that was the first thing I asked. It, like, segued into casually, I'll say, as soon as I got her in the car. And you know what? Um, that's when I my Nathan Basil experience began, was I, he found me before I could find him. And I'm a really good hunter, dude, like you know. I hunt autographs for a hobby, you know, and he, he was stalking me before I fit at the airport. Linnea went to security and stood next to security right outside on the sidewalk. I, 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 Nathan freaked me out. What can I say? Um, as soon as I got Nathan and in the car, I was just welcome. Welcome to quad cities. You know, uh, we'll be there in about eight minutes. Linnea West high school. Um, how long has it been? And she's like, I have not been home in at least 20 years. Oh. Home, like Linnea Quigley went to high school in the quad Cities. She's a homegrown scream queen and brother. You brought her home for the first time in two man. fucking decades, bro. Like that's big shit, man. Wow. 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 I was just thankful that it was able to happen with everything. It's, pandemic and everything involved you know just to go from having it the first year in 2019 and then to have covid smacked right in your face just like five months later was just insane you know mm-hmm. thinking that, that was, was fucking awesome bro. think well and not and no when you did expect. get fucked and and nobody could have expected like who would have ever thought that this thing was just gonna say a year of your life is gone. It's just, it's gone. Everything yeah. you planned for a year and a, it's gone. Like on my desk calendar where I work, I've been marking how long my facility has been shut down. 575 days. We, we opened normal for two days and now we're shut down again. So like, wow. So it, I feel like we should, 
2022. We're back at the Rust Belt yeah. for sure. What yeah. a badass venue. Yeah. Plus, I'm planning on something else. Um, Another pop up? I well, mean, I'm not trying to not interview really. you, I, Jeff. I actually, but... um, I'm <laughs> get the contract going, but um, we'll just say there's a Friday the 13th in May. There is. I, I knew that. I so study all that. We'll just I keep track. Leave that where that. Lays it does right lay now. there on the calendar. It does. Yeah. yeah. You see it. You see the empty fish tank I got over there. Yeah. I'm gonna put a fucking a uh, 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 a CJ Graham under the lake on the back of that fish tank. Put some rocks <laughs> in that shit. Uh yeah. So twenty, and we got it's it's gonna be terrifying in 2022. Yeah. Okay. No, I've I've talked to you know a couple other people, but there's a there's quite a few that don't want to book anything until after the first of the year just yeah. to see where their shit's still weird. And, mm-hmm. uh, even just filming and stuff like that. And so I mean, I'll have more. You know, I'll probably be pushing more when it comes January, February, because like I said, there's a lot of people that. I almost wish I had a fake mic and we are and there is going to be some musical influence because I love dude I can't yeah I wish Liz would have came home from work tonight Liz is my wife Mr. Boots knows Um, my wife is a forming body in my life very influential she has her very own very special fucking Corey Glover story that like I wish I could touch like I'm just not the type of outrovert that she is um, but damn there is going to be a musical guest this yeah. is my mic the the, the, the lighter <laughs> that I'm holding there is going to be some... <laughs> yeah. okay okay no I um, I'm waiting to hear back from the agent whether for right now it, their schedule will be open or not but you know, with with the music industry, anything can happen. You know, if oh yeah, they get booked. You know, yep. it's, tours, it, yeah, yeah, things happen. Um, there is someone else that I have been looking into, but won't hear anything about until after the first of the year. Do you guys want some real, real insider info on Jeff? So, like, I'm gonna act. Jeff's not here for a second. This dude. This dude creates horror cons in a city that's never had one okay is a vendor awesome collectibles has been a dad solo dad for 15 yeah, okay old. okay but he also is like a really fucking regular security guard at the venue locally that's badass and like sees shitloads of shows and work security like doesn't have enough to do that like it's a, a regular day I'm working 40 hours and and oh well, yeah we well, I, mean, fuck, I, I, I laugh and that off because we all got we day all jobs yeah you sleep and you have a day job and then you do a bunch of other yeah. shit yeah fuck. no it's made any t-shirts lately because i mean you're, you're also a t-shirt printer God damn it. 
Oh, man. I'm just saying, nerd nations. I feel like I should be your interviewer. I'm fucking with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be our field reporter. Dude, I'm in. I'm in. Like, sponsored by Midwest Monster Fest. Like, if you want to fucking and John, my man John Malner, he'll cover like all the audio and visual. Actually, I was hanging out at Wake earlier, and we were spinning records, and that's why I was like, dude, I I, I didn't want to bust Jeff's butt balls or or you guys's but i needed 30 more minutes so i could spin a set of vinyl at wake tonight and jet and john's like do you want me to go go by my house and send you home with mics because i can make you guys sound way better if you're just calling in <laughs> so so jared i have a question for you Excellent. yes sir all right now uh, outside of of you being a handler and stuff like that and and what you saw as a show what is your personal opinion on how the event was itself what you got to see i know you didn't get to probably stray away too much you know being a handler you're kind of stuck in the same spot but what the people that you saw that come by i think um, canada really experiences the events though I, I, she was really smart about like her moving around and meeting people like right no i mean so i mean tell us you know tell us like you were just telling some random person not like i'm saying here listen but i mean like critique what, time what brother. did you what did you think of the event what is something that you saw that maybe could be you know added to it maybe changed to to help it to make it better you know i i am i i, I want to hear what people have to say because it's not. It's not just you know my show. It's our show. We're all as one. This is something I want to hear, have here for us. I immediately told Jeff as soon as the show shut doors on Sunday, we need a ten by ten pop up over that VIP door where all the stars go to get air and smoke because we were in the sun. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. dude, all I I have the tent if you need it, but right, let's. You know, right. like that's the kind of shit we're looking for. Yeah, like, yeah, what did you, what, what better? Better, I mean, even just what, how you enjoyed the experience, you know, just seeing any of it. I actually, truth be told, I don't think I could think of anything off the top of my head that needs to be fixed. It, it, everything ran like a Swiss watch once. Oh, I didn't get there right when the doors opened on Friday. I got there a little later, but everything ran smoothly from my point of view it seemed like i wouldn't really fix anything that i could see uh, jason pointed out maybe the tent above where the smoking area is if anything maybe i know this isn't your you can't help us at all but the parking was a little weird i think they're working Other on that, that i know that they are they are supposed to be working on something for for more parking but i do plan on um for next year uh, volunteers because i will have a good working bus <laughs> uh have the volunteers parking part of the story lot. brother laugh it off part <laughs> of the story brother i'm on that next year right. get, uh, next but, year your car my car and i have a third car they're all gray right they all look i'm, I'm telling you we got a fleet we right. got a fleet bro we yeah, own yeah. a fleet i'm just saying but i know i'll buy another I, I one think if we have others park and other lots 
I, I think shuttle them over. You know what? That will free I, I'll up be a lot honest more with you. Anyway. I think the like, if we all have the gray seats for nice cargo bay, like we both have, and yeah. I have access to, we we've got a mid. Like, bro, Cheney Morrill fucking loved our shuttle service. Like, right. I I won't lie. I'm a smoker. I like cigarettes. I, I wish I could beat it, but I don't. Jeff, does, Jeff doesn't. So we've, we've got that both covered. Cheney was just like, this is, them, them cats were like, this is, this is my guy. Like, uh, right. you, no, sir, you don't have to wait because you want to have a cigarette. Uh, we can go right now. We can go right now to the venue. Haunt, man. Did you guys, Melissa, you, you do Haunt? Seen mm-hmm. Haunt? I have. Yeah. I freaking love the movie. Seen it this month? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't yet. Really? So, uh, are you, I'm going to ask Jeff, but before I ask Jeff, uh, are, are we all doing a uh, Daily as much as possible. Monthly, daily. It, it's fucking October. We're watching horror movies, yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying no. to. I'm like right I'm, now. I'm doing a watch yeah. and draw in horror, which is yeah. basically from. You know I love your drawings. <laughs> I, I will I will pay for shipping and buy if you do a Leatherface. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 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 <laughs> I would, no, but I want like I want his face. You pick. You pick. You can do the the grandma, the kill mask, pretty woman, whatever you want. But like, I'll, I'll buy that, man. <laughs> you know what? Hell yeah, I'll, I'll take on that challenge. <laughs> that, I love it. Why are we doing that? Are you guys are you guys like doing the everyday horror movie? Are you? I have not. I've been no. The last few days I've been sorting through three. I've been just turning music on and sorting through posters. This guy, I will accept that from. But are you two? Because seriously, I don't know many motherfuckers that hustle on the level that I do. Jeff is what I aspire to be. Are you guys watching a daily spooky movie? Come on now. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm at 36 of my watches, but that's only because, um, I watched, I watched all 32 Treehouse of Horrors from The Simpsons because it was okay. a podcast episode. So that basically counted as like my start of my scarathon. So yep. yeah, I've watched a few recent, a few spooky films recently, but um there was a few in my watch and draw and horror that i'm doing that i couldn't find the film for the life of me so there's only been a few that i've watched from that but i've drawn something from that um but uh yeah i haven't watched anything recently i gotta up my uh horror movie watching game yeah two weeks i mean we're right there almost at the mark of two weeks till halloween i know I, I want to ask because uh, back to me holding the mic internationally. Jeff, what are you doing with the rest of the month? Oh, I'm going to watch horror films, but I'm but, doing working, my regular job, haunting. Yeah, bro. Haunted house, so. 
weekends. It's crunch time, brother. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's crunch time. So you get in there and, and put that get that go, be, get that uh, scare on. We're getting some movies in as well. Get that down with the furniture here. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. It's, we have this. Um, I feel like we should clue Melissa into like. Um, do you know where Jared's at in Davenport as far as like Iowa and Illinois is? Yeah. So right over the river, um, me and Jeff are like six blocks apart. And we're in East Moline, but like one block away from me is the factory fear. And that's, I feel like that's really what brought us together as horror. Yes. We knew each other from our kids and our moms living on the same block in a little town in the next county. Yep. Um, We like haunting brought us together and quite. Jared's got some haunting dates coming up this next month. Jet, what's great is you two fuckers are going to go do the haunt grind. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on the road and fucking sell flannel and see some horror cats. Jared, what are you doing the next two weekends? Uh, the next two weekends I'll be at Haunted Haven out in Rock Falls. Uh, I know I'll be I'll be the, I'm the Slender Man this weekend, but I don't know what I'm doing next weekend yet. Getting that grind, man. Make them scream. And Jeff will be doing the factory. You doing the factory for yep. next? Yeah, yep. man. And I know myself. Uh, on the blessing of the boss, man, I'm headed to fucking Fort Wayne this next weekend for DeadCon, and then. The weekend after that, I'll be in uh, Champaign for uh, Dark History and Horror. Both of those cons are amazing. Uh, Destich is going to show up and represent, man. You got them new flyers, right? You got new flyers? Working on it. I'm getting them designed. I'll take I'm, them both, boss. I don't know you know I'll take them. Yeah, I'm just saying. But we got them dates solid. Yeah. I'm gonna drop. Can I drop them hints you've dropped? The next two weekends? I mean, it's yeah. terrifying. Right. It's going to be a terrifying 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My mind's going to be thinking about that all night now. <laughs> and uh, end of the month. You get, Melissa, do, like, I know, the, like, you send me gnarly-ass pictures of, like, you wearing flannel and did that lake one with all the snow. Like, uh-huh. but do you live in a neighborhood though? Like, I have assholes to elbows over here, and I live six blocks from Jeff, and he's got an asshole on an elbow right next to him too. But do you have like, neighbors? Yeah, I live in a neighborhood. Okay, just... so do they trick or treat? I don't mean to sound stupid, but I gotta ask. Yes, um, it, we there's definitely trick or treaters. Um. It really depends on the neighborhood, really. Like, if it's a like a school, especially if like there's a school in the area, you definitely have a lot of kids and families um, going out trick or treating, and you have like a lot of uh, uh, kids do out. You, do you give out candy? Yep. You do. How many pieces do you give out? You think? Just, just idea. Uh. See a hundred kids. 
I think, well, last year, I think we, we maybe had... Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I think we may have had maybe 35 kids. Not sure. Um, but we actually, like, we, we made up little treat bags. Like, we made up treat bags of, like, I don't know, a good, like, handful of candy. And then we had, like, a chip bag. And um, I can't remember how many of those we made up. But that's basically, yeah. Jared, you, you you haunting that last weekend of October? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually gonna. I have some uh, family Halloween plans on that Friday night, and then buddies and I are doing a costume party on that Saturday night. Okay, 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 okay. You haunting that last weekend? Yeah, I'll be haunting, but yeah, I forgot. I, I'm sponsoring a, a metal show at the. Uh, Village Theater. Village Theater. Twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Costume contest. And, and this is what's great. This is what's great. Go ahead. Village Theater. Twenty ninth. Yep. You got uh, twice on Sunday and a bunch of other bands. You're a sponsor. And the beauty of that is, is, sir, you're sitting on my couch. I'm counter booking you. Just so you know, I'm at the Roz Talks for. Uh, the, the the 365 yeah. horror films marathon. We got two screens so, of six films. Fucking work. You're there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're kind of everywhere, bro. You're kind of yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. The dude hit me up. Was like, hey, you want to be a sponsor? And I'm like, yeah. I'm dude, that's Matt yeah. Moody in the Village Theater. Yeah. You know you're good to go yeah. there. Like, you know you're good yeah, to get. Oh, we're not going to mention back. that show because what the yeah. Uh, um. On the 29th at Roz Talks, I, I'm Jared. I, what do you got going on here? Yeah, I, I heard you busy, but bro, I'm going to start showing movies as soon as the sun goes down. And that's like six o'clock. I'm going to get six fucking films on two screens. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting for trick or. Oh, got to say this real slow so they hear it clear. Trick or treat. So you got. Candy bag one, and then you got trick or treat with Gene Simmons and fucking Ozzy Osbourne. And then there's definitely going to be a surprise film. Um, we're going to do two episodes of Tales from the Dark Side that are Halloween episodes. So we're getting, and that, and that's uh, just, uh, and we're doing the Mark Price. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Bro, let me ask that. Like, I mean, we're here, and he may get to edit at this point. Mark fucking Price. Is he coming back? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Are yeah. we on the record? Yeah. Well, I got to wait for the contract to come back. But, in. I mean, he's confirmed he that's wants the to. intent? So, the, Fuck the three, Mark Price, the bro. The guest that I had. This um, fucking guy, he brings Corey Glover and Clint Howard, and you know what? Did anybody bitch? That Mark Price canceled? No, because you brought Clint Howard and fucking Corey Glover. But like, you're gonna bring back Mark yeah. Price. Well, we're gonna like, bring the the three guests that I had. Before you go home, if you haven't signed Mr. Flatbones, did you? You did. Yes. I made you. Okay, yeah, in on a the middle finger. Okay, on the middle finger. That's right. As soon as. Uh, but bro. Yeah. So 
So I'm working on getting Mark Price, Deborah Foreman, and Damian Buffet. All I had flights booked for. Oh, um, so I, I plan on bringing those three. And I'm so glad you said Damian Buffet because, like, that's what made me think of the Are We Watching Horror Movies the rest of the month? Today, I stopped by Augustana for my buddy who works security there that was head of security, Jim. Yeah. He had my copy of Haunt. I am watching Haunt. As soon as we're done with this, and we can fucking talk all night, I don't mind hanging out with Jeff and fucking talking horror. But, bro, Haunt. Oh, Haunt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mr. Well, Max, Mr. One Woods. thing that was kind of cool, too. Bro, let's talk. If we do no more Midwest Monster Fest stories tonight, can we talk about how you, sir, have had this, like, I'm going to be the guy that brings a horror con to our little, to our market. And, uh, and, uh, Master's Haunt. Master's like, Haunt. Like, two wood twice, bro. Well, Beck, that was, uh, he's, Man. he surprisingly showed up. I, I, I had this no year. clue. I had no clue he was coming this year. This, Bro. You know, I, you know, the plan was, was to bring, you know, Chaney, you know, Justin and, and, and Damien. Um, and then Damien had to cancel because of work stuff going on. So he then, you know, just had those two. I had no clue that Beck was coming. And the, Crazy thing was, is I was in the back area where the photo op area was, and I'm I'm talking to Linnea. I'm waiting for Riker. Riker had to go make a run for one of the guests to the gas station or something, and waiting for him to come back because we were going to get our picture with Linnea. And I'm actually they're they're doing the the haunt panel right behind me on the stage, and I'm talking to Linnea about Beck and Woods, about you know how they're you know Quad City natives as well and what they've done and things like that. And next thing I know, Scott Beck's just comes running past me i had no clue to do with it either. that was just that was kind of a, a funny story because i looked right at Lenan and i'm like that was scott back right there bro and she's like are you kidding me and i'm I, like no i'm up. in the back of the room on the booth and i'm like i i was looking forward to this panel i i've i've had the pleasure of having these tvs around wait a minute one two this is only supposed to be a three person. One, two. I I get my pass on, check my phone. I think that's that is, bro. I gotta go find my. I I'm going to the car. You guys cover the booth. I gotta go get my fucking DVD out of the car. My Blu-ray. I gotta like. Back to the, I'm I'm getting that. I'm getting. Funny thing is, is Justin told me that it was a surprise to him as well. Sitting at his booth, and he gets a text from Scott Beck saying, "Hey, I'm over at the the, the taco place." He's like, "Hey," he so he, he goes over there and he's like, "Hey, you know, I, I don't want to go up on stage. I just want to, you know, you guys do your thing up there." Sure enough, he's kind of driving up there. Bam. That's the beauty of it. I feel like that's our that, the little nook of the the neck of the woods that we have, like. Nobody's trying to be like, oh, look at me. 
we just want to get we want to do our thing right no it's you know what i mean like you know, what it's about i mean let's it's make something bringing... let's let's fucking let's all go up together i think that that's and the that, idea yeah and that was that was a cool thing it's just like i said from me and Riker just talking talking for two years saying yeah wouldn't that be cool to do something here and do you know like i i, I just and, i feel like for years i know that it, there's like about 12 people in this town that like if i'm going somewhere they're going with me and i know that whatever they do i'm going with them right and, that, and I, like i know our web has been thick for years like our kids were yeah. and I, I i spotted that really quick like before i knew jeff i saw jeff as like that's a dad that's going wherever his kid goes. That's kind of how I roll. I'm, I'm, I'm on the like the long, the long slow burn adventure story that gets told like a sea shanty. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I definitely I will say like I've only been. Sadly, to one horror convention, <laughs> and it was back in um, in 2016. So it's it's been a long time. And I would like after seeing like pictures from from Midwest Monster Fest and everything, I it's my bucket list. It's officially like on my bucket list. I would love to go to the event because it's, it just looks like an absolute blast of a time. So you went to Scarefest, right? 2016. Yep, I did. Hannah's gonna be at Hannah's gonna be at Scarefest coming up here pretty soon. The next weekend, two weekends. Can, yeah. It's the weekend of Dark Kentucky. History. Yes, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes, yeah, so it's the same weekend as Dark History. Yep. Hey. It's all. The, yeah. hey, I'm just saying, Melissa, you ever come stateside? You you come to Jared, you're golden. I, I I got you. Just, uh, we'll, we'll, I got you. Don't don't get a hotel. Just come here. Well, I'm only a nine-hour drive away, so it's not very long. And I got amazing news recently. That Jared, she is she really only nine hours of driving? Yeah, she lives. Closer to here than she does to Toronto. That's the capital I, of her providence. See, I, I live, it's 15 hours. 22 hours a day. And it's What's nine it? hours to Iowa. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're, we need to do a nerd nighted podcast at the next Midwest Monster. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to do a live one. Bro. Well, and we just got amazing news that in November of this year, uh, the uh, the U.S. is finally going to let in Canadians, so we can finally cross the border. Damn right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you? Nope. I, I, <laughs> I'm out of the loop. The they, they closed. They shut down that border, so I you haven't been able to go anywhere. As soon as that came out of my mouth, 
I've seen guests internationally booked here in America that are not booked right now, that were posed to be booked. I am, I am looking into uh, bro. a Canadian guest, though. Oh, hey. Okay. That's something. That a, a hint. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker's <laughs> Dude, I've been picking Riker up for rides to school. I, I, I was stoked when I saw the car bought and I knew Riker, but he says international guest. He's going to leave here in like 10, 15 minutes and I'm going to be like, what the hell was he talking about? International guest. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are having us on the podcast, but I'm interviewing Jeff. Because for real, it's like lightning in a bottle. I, I feel like yeah. you and I haven't just hung out. Like No, I've, I've spoke to a lot of different people. But just not just saying they're 100% going to be a guest. Just out of curiosity. Just hey, why not? Out some numbers, why not? You know, and, and, and bro, I will not shit you if I have met them. And I, I will tell you what I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I call a spade a spade. That's what my grandfather said. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've met some really cool people. And they did, yeah, they did. Yeah. You've done good thus far. Yeah. I mean, casinos curious. and barking dogs. All right. So, Jared, what is else another yes, highlight remember? That that clearly remember, yeah. Just meeting one of the other celebrities that you know that, not just being with Hannah, but what is one of the other one of the other people that on on that celebrity row that you really look that you enjoyed meeting. Um, I got to meet Linneo, of course, and she was a personal awesome as hell and so patient because I had to set up a Venmo account while I was at her booth trying to pay for an autograph. Um. I kind of told Melissa this story. I kind of have like a sentimental story with CJ Graham. And uh, the week of Midwest Monster Fest, Melissa and I actually lost a friend of ours in the paranormal world. Mm. And uh, I went up to CJ Graham on Saturday morning and I asked him, hey, would you charge me more or less if I put your autograph next to Kane Hodder's on my wall? And CJ Graham goes, bring that fucker in. I'll sign over it for free. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I laughed my ass off at it. But on the inside, um, our friend that just passed that week had bought that autograph for me as a payment for doing some artwork for him for Scarefest. And uh, I go, had, it, had he just not passed, I seriously would have thought about it. And I like to think he's looking down now, either laughing or shaking his head at me, either or, just because I think he would have gotten a kick out of that story because I wish he was here for me to tell him that story. That was like one sentimental story I took away from Midwest Monster Fest was that interaction with CJ Graham. While I knew he was kidding at the same time, I would I was tempted to do it to see if he would actually do it or not. But I thought it was a good, uh, sweet story to tell about the event because that was probably one of the other better interactions I had. Heck yeah. No, I, I, I can't say I've had, I had too many, or had any bad interactions. With any of the guests, you know, it's, uh, all of them were all fun in, in different ways, you know, whether just person, 
personalities or you know whatever just i gotta take it very interactive but yeah i can't say that i anybody that i would say i I mean, there was one, but I'll just leave that to me. What? Just growing up, growing up and being a fan of punk rock that I am, and being in the presence of Richie Ramone was just insane. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. I know. Uh, the next on Saturday morning, he walked over and handed me a, a used drumstick that was signed. I thought. Like I wanted to make sure you got a used one, so I brought a used one for you. I I would just say the only thing I would never suggest ever again is that anyone, no one should. You we all go there for one thing. Don't put your fucking pliers in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. No, there was uh, they were everywhere, but. Those flight <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Hopefully that that stuff won't happen again. That that, that, that was. I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked we're going back to the to the rest of that. To me, I thought it was a very fitting atmosphere for what it was. You know, it had that grungy look. Now I I am bringing. I'm purchasing some more light. Some lights to help some of those darker areas. That was kind of a, a, a lesson that you know, I didn't realize, you know, with all those backdrops coming up and some of those dark shadowing corners, there was, a, there was a couple of them that needed some light. So I'm, I'm purchasing some kind of like stage lights that I'm going to um, attach to some those metal, you know, like in the, the main room, those little metal buildings, well, not little metal buildings, but the little metal uh, utility areas. Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure there's that's gonna be all lit up back there because, like I said, I didn't realize how bad that you know dark it would be. Before. We had that like we I mean it got really dark the storm there. That's what really right. No, but I mean, but still in the back corners when those when those backdrops and yep. and things started well, coming sure. up, it blocked that light from getting back over in those areas. But no, it. Uh, I wish what we needed. Well, I'll and, tell you what we need to do is we need to petition the city of East Moline to let that going out of the Hyatt driveway fucking stoplight. If there's a train going, it never stops being wrecked. Like there's a train. It's a ten minute train. Okay. I should be able to have the option of it turns green and I can turn left. Everybody yeah, knows I'm not going to drive straight into a train. Instead, yeah. I get for 22 minutes with Richard Ramon trying I did to get back to the fucking. I, that same thing happened. It's really weird, man. It's really weird. It should turn green and I should be able to go left. I'm not dumb. I know not to drive into a train. I know not to drive straight into a train. <laughs> yeah. But apparently somebody does know how to drive straight into a train. That's why we can't turn left at that light. <laughs> it blew my mind. We, we watched numerous light 
minutes go by, but never gave us the option of going left. And I'm just like, holy shit, I ran out of things to talk about. <laughs> Saturday morning. It's been, oh, it's already been a long weekend. I brought my skateboard, sir. I know what I was in for. <laughs> yeah. So, Melissa, any more stories you want to hear? Oh, I definitely heard quite a lot of stories. This has been, and it's been really cool to hear them. And, um, you know, I kind of wish I, I could have been there to, you know, and shared my stories. But um, I was, you know, really looking forward to it. So, yeah, we've heard quite a lot of stories. Um, I don't know, do we have at least maybe one more story? Mm, let's see. We talk about. I will say, let, let me. The the volunteers that helped, that was a part to make that weekend happen. I'll tell you, at the end of the the whole show, I mean, because everybody was just, I don't know, it, it it it, I don't know, it made me feel really loved by people just to see how many people were. Throw, spending their whole weekend there to have a great time because they weren't just working, they were having a great time, but they were doing just endless things. And I'll tell you, by the end of the weekend, we're all just whooped and, and exhausted. When it come down to tear down, how fast all these volunteers tearing down tables, chairs, putting everything away and had that place cleared out in a matter of what maybe a fuck maybe an hour and a half if that it was just insane how fast and it was you know and it, it there's PG's so many g word but we're a horror caravan right like, disappear like a circus right man like, i'm telling you the amount and to be in there for like a couple two three days before you know what I mean? Just there's skateboard a, around and really. There's a lot out. of like behind the scenes things that that people don't see and the amount of work. The, I, I mean, I feel like like, it's like the Jared emptiness. showing up. You know, what it was is the emptiness. I, I, I think, uh, I think you hoped for, needed, well, and and I expected and knew was gonna come there that like you spent what six days there and then the show started and like jared was before there like jared you know i mean he was there when it was time for you know but then it was just like the show happened and then and then it was like two hours and we were gone yes move on no right no it was but i mean but the thing is to go back to the the, hold on to it man i'm telling you the amount of help that and it didn't matter what time like like you know jared he would you know run around and help you know hannah run here run there yeah. taking their time but uh, i mean it's cool yeah, that he made, he you made know a what? friend i am that. so glad you just said that because there was a moment on saturday morning where like the whole roster had to get what it was like a mile it was a point eight i i, I drove it a bunch of times like a point eight it's out of the doorway of the hotel at the hyatt to the venue it's point eight 
Um, we have the bus. We have, but but you have when you have a roster of fifteen, nobody. There's not, you know, you got a window of two hours. They're not always going at the same time, and like it became a situation where like we got a bunch of people, and they're gonna go a bunch a bunch of different times. First person I called, Jared. I'm like, hey, you available? Can you do a thing if you need to? You know, and at the same time, like. Called another person. Hey, I need you. We've known you for years. We trust you. You're at the show. You already have a booth. Come over here if we need you. I'm like, right. and it, it bigger. The beauty of I think what Jeff just wanted to do and became a thing for him and his son was like not knowing it at all. They would swallow up things that needed to be and would be just squashed and we realized that like it was really important that the, like these people all realized how tight we are in a small area for the same reason you know what I mean right. like no area yet because like even me and Jeff had a moment that was so way bigger in Midwest Monster Fest weekend that like we didn't expect it all couldn't have looked at each other and was just like we have these three seconds and it's gone thank you i've needed that for four years you know like it was big shit for me it still yeah. is i move so lighter you know i i know i remember i know that i know the sign off so you gotta totally put put Jeff on the spot. I mean, I'm not telling you guys, but we've actually kind of changed up our uh, sign off a little bit, actually. Stop it. Oh. Did you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, real quick, uh, you guys want to plug any social media for Death Stitch or for Midwest Monster Fest? Uh, you, you, I'm going to do uh October 29th, the Rostox, man. It's a Friday night, bunch of movies. Death Stitch, you find that event page there. Death Stitch, custom clothing on Facebook, man. Come by, check it out. We're easy to find. Fucking, we're at all the Midwest Monster Fest events. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, and then, yeah, just all the social media is Midwest Monster Fest and uh, website hasn't been updated yet. It's haunt season, so I'm not gonna. Not, Actor not here, yet. Brett. He, he does. Yeah. He does all my website stuff for me, and there's no way to hell. Oh, but I ask that dude right now to do any of that. <laughs> no, we're it's that I didn't even ask that question. So once after haunt season's done, the website will be uh, updated with the new date and uh, whatever guest. Because there will be a guest announcement on Halloween. I guess I didn't throw that out there. Damn. So, but I am now. And, and you know what's fucked up? And, uh, and I really like it. And I'm going to go no further. I don't even know. I don't, no. I so don't like think. Last year, last I know. year, I announced Clint Howard on Halloween. I am for, the little total side note. I am forever under like gag clauses from Jeff. Like we always start conversations and Jeff 
my phone rings. It says Jeff, and Jeff goes, you can't talk about anybody about this, okay? Listen. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but, see, I, I love you, bro. I mean, I've talked to, uh, you know, my son, and my son just like... No, hey, I know. And my I kids just like, to my kids. And then they hang out and talk about us yeah. like we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I've actually heard a couple things from Max that I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Did he say that? But, but yeah, no, I... uh with the event pages, yeah, it's. I, I'm not going to be doing any shows for a little while. I did Halloween of Palooza last weekend. That was the first one I did since after Midwest Monster Fest, and don't plan on really doing. Thank much you, brother, for a little bit. For real on that, thank you. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff's Jeff is a fucking. He is a wizard. We have some wizards in our town, and Jeff's a wizard. Jeff, uh. Wizard, not wizard. No, which, wi- you're a wizard. Yeah. yeah. You, you, wizard. You, 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 st- <laughs> you stir a cauldron, brother. You're, 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 you're I mean, for real. No, I appreciate that. I mean, I'll tell you, doing you this know a lot, lot, lot of good people, you know, and referring Jeff, to, you know, Justin and just, I mean, all the different yeah, volunteers Justin, that, that jumped in, you know, Jim, I mean, just, I never, Never really knew before any of this, you know. Izzy, you know, doing busting his ass, man, fucking doing the film fest, man. He, 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 he set up a lot though those film blocks, and and him and and Chris, they spent a lot of time watching those movies, and and you know that's, you know, met a lot of good people, got a lot of good hardworking people, man. That, thanks. And they better all be watching. We, we movies keep rambling on more and more, and I think they're trying to tell us. This. Yep, yep, yep. Why not? <laughs> Love you, Jared. Love you, Melissa. Love you guys too. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming back, uh, Jason and Jeff. I hope you come back again. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk to you talk to you guys' ears off, man. I think we did most of the talking. You know, you you guys would you know like get get a little. Little, little bit in there anytime. I think that, we should schedule like August. Next August. We will see you guys in August. Well, I hope I see you before August. No, you <laughs> won't. It's like, man, because remember, there's something coming up, you know, like there's a Friday the 13th like, in May, you know, there's. Uh, oh, all right, I'm more, done with that. More, you know, I mean, we'll <laughs> talk to maybe before. Yeah. Well, Thanks, you gotta bring, we got to bring. We got to. Of course, we got to bring Melissa down next year for Midwest Monster Fest. So we can. We'll do a live show, or we can do a panel for you guys. We'll. We'll. We'll moderate a panel for you. Welcome, man. It'll be a blast. I mean, if you if you can, you can step away and make it down here. That I'll put you up. Yeah. No, it'll be a good time. You'll enjoy yourself for sure. Well, I. You know what? I'm gonna. Try and make that good effort because I would absolutely love to attend. So it's got to happen. You got a lot of shit in this town that's haunted. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Come stay I, I know what you're into. I, I watch you. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the reasons why I'd love to, to go there too because you guys got all kinds of awesome stuff. Haunted buildings, um, awesome um, 
defense. Oh like, I, I we don't have that much stuff up here with, you know, for that it's, stuff. So, it's yeah. It's a whole a bunch of, yeah. No, I know. I do my homework. <laughs> Come on. I got you. I, you, you. You bring a tent. You can shower in the house. I take care of you. We'll take, you sleep on the couch, whatever. Awesome. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll wrap it up here real quick for you. So, Melissa, where can uh, listeners keep up with you if they choose to? Uh, they can keep up with me on um, on Instagram. Um, two different uh, Instagram pages. One is my personal page, which is Miss Melissa N25. Um, just nature pictures, maybe the random meme, maybe the elusive with Bigfoot selfie, uh, whatever kind of randomness is there. Um, and then I also have an Instagram page called Scribbles of a Wannabe Drawer, and that's where I post all my kooky art. And it's especially kooky right now because. Um, I'm doing a watch and draw in horror, which is basically from the 1st of October to all the way to the 31st, I, um, I'm watching a horror film and drawing something, a character from it or a moment from it or anything like that. So I'm 13 drawings in so far. So if you want to check that out, you can definitely find it there. And where can they find you, Jared? If you want to find pictures of my cats or my beard, you can find those at QCA underscore Mista, M-I-S-T-A underscore J. And uh, as a podcast as a whole, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerd United Nations Podcast. And don't forget to send us an email at Nerd United Nations Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to it, continue listening to us as a podcast, um, you can find us on um, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, um, oh my goodness, our home at Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. And also be sure to leave a rating and review because it helps us be a little bit more noticed within the podcast community. And be sure to keep attention to your t- news feeds because we do have one more spooky episode coming up for the Halloween season. And it's going to be another Midwest Monster Fest person, or my friend Ashley is going to join us on our next episode for Halloween. Mm-hmm. That one's going to be an especially fun one. So Keep your eyes and eyes out for that one. So October is right in the thick of October. It is the scary season, but the world is scary in general. So the way we can get through it is to be excellent to each other. And nerd wow. on you, dudes. See you guys next time. And nerd fucking on. Excellent. The thoughts and opinions expressed by your ambassadors and their guests are theirs and theirs alone. And do not represent the companies they happen to work for. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys.